0: Hey everybody, welcome to another Panther Rants podcast, I'm Watt Harris. It's a Monday morning, a commute, a fun commute to work. Yeah, this is every Monday morning, tick, 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 yeah, you can hear my turn signal going. So, lots happened since last podcast, actually a bunch of stuff happened. Well, we had um, pit Hoops having their little throwback game, I guess you can say, where they wore all these warm-up jerseys of uh, former players and whatnot. But Pitt um, lost to Syracuse. It was a close loss, if you call it that. the score was closer but Pitt really was never much of a threat to actually take over the game I mean let's be we can, we can be honest about that they seem to have found some uh, you know some defensive help in terms of the 2-3 zone and if it's, res- it's resulting in closer games And... The big thing was... The article that came out is that... You know, it was not so much an article. It was about editorial. About how Kevin Stallings is, um... The low attendance could help... Could force Pitt's hand in Kevin Stallings, uh... Being fired. Well... Here's the thing. A new coach isn't going to spur attendance. It's not. It may increase attendance temporarily, but if your product isn't good, and if a coach is, uh, you hire turns out to be a dud, you're back to square one. So, whether fans like it or not, they're probably stuck with Kevin Stullings for another year. I know that really hurts their hurts their feelings, but... And how bad things are, but it is what it is. His buyout is $10 million. And I just don't see if the you know, university... Um, is gonna fork over ten million vote to him. I mean, personally, if I'm the AD, I'm telling the fans, hey, if you don't like him, you want him gone. Start a GoFundMe, and you guys can pay the bill. You can pay his buyout. That's what I would do if I was the AD. At the same time, we don't know what's going through Adi's mind right now either. Heather like has been pretty quiet about this. She hasn't really said a whole lot. Maybe there isn't really much to say. But um, eventually, you know, she will have to you know make a statement maybe give Kevin a vote of confidence and say hey he's our guy for you know for at least the next year because he's playing with a fresh group of players and obviously things are a nightmare right now for Pitt but it sucks it just is what it is at this point. They've, they mean I don't know if you call too close losses progress <laughs> with this team too close losses and um, it then the data they're really just losses if you think about it I mean I try I, don't, I don't like moral victories in this case I don't I don't like them at all then you know these are just losses. That's all they are. So I don't see um, you know I don't I, I don't see him going after this year unless he does some outlandish and you know makes some crazy comments or does something like you know pretty much does something outlandish. I don't see him actually being fired. Not to mention, she's got some decent players coming in. And speaking of dialogues, well, obviously with pit football, we may have to have one coming up because Michigan State's under some heat over and outside lines report where. A lot of players, some players, not a lot, but some players have been involved in some sexual assaults, and a lot of, and obviously there hasn't really been much action taken on them, but I've heard different accounts, supposedly this this was the same report that happened in 2015, and both coaches said that they reported it. They, they took the this, the you know the appropriate steps and this is just and this is just a uh, piggyback off the the, the media is pretty much is using, using this as a piggyback off the Larry Larry Nasser case. I guess they try to burn Michigan state. Well, I don't know about, about all that but I'm sure there'll be more coming out when this gets investigated. NCAA wants to get involved, but of course they knew about a lot of this as well. And they did nothing. So I don't see what the point of the NCAA trying to come in and flex their muscles is gonna do. <laughs> because really they have really they have nothing nothing to uh, nothing to flex really at this point. But in Pitt's case, Pennarduzzi was on D'Antonio's staff if you know, during this timeline. So I'm sure lots of people, especially the Penn State centric group, which 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 they have started already, talking about this whether whether or not Pennarduzzi knew or covered up. No, it's not like um, this, this is not like a case where you know, we're in case of uh, Penn State, where you know the victim supposedly went to Paterno and back in the seventies, so Jerry was assaulting him, and Joe, Joe told him to, you know to get out of his face. I mean, it's not one of these cases. You know, we don't know but I'm sure Pitt's gonna have to uh, have a a dialogue with or I should say conversation because dialogue is something we all tend to use a lot anymore they'll probably have to have a conversation with Patrick Doozy, whether we like it or not and really they're gonna have to do it just to say that they you know they, they did their part that they you know did their due diligence In uh, checking with him on what he knew because people are going to ask questions. So you're better off just, I don't know. I guess making sure all grounds are covered because obviously, you know, obviously you don't want people magnifying this in Pitt's case so yeah questions gonna be asked and I'm sure it'll be asked so I don't really see this affecting Pitt too much or the, you know, or the staff at all so I really you know wouldn't worry about too much we may get some uh, flack from people about this mainly because we refused to hire Tom Bradley. But I don't think we refused to hire Tom Bradley because of the whole Penn State stuff. If anything, we just didn't want to hire him. <laughs> I mean, that's just the case because we would have... Uh, he's He was available plethora of times at, you know, for a pit job. We never hired him, so I'm sure if, you know... If we really wanted... We would take them... Even before all the... beautiful you know, turn stuff... Came out... And of course... You know... Obviously the... The dead spin article... That we've all been waiting for... Finally came out... As... It, uh, pretty much talked about working for uh, what's like the word for Dejan Kavachvic you know obviously he made some staff changes recently and you know I, I, I don't think his site is gonna die by chance as long as he's still putting out really good content. That people love, you know, his, you know, his his base loves his you know, his site's going to stay in business for a, be a long time. So I really don't see him. I really don't see him going anywhere, or or his uh, or his site burning to the ground. And the last stuff that was mentioned in the Spin article was the same stuff that we've we've all known about. Pretty much most of it. Only difference is we had some new text messages. You know, we, we, all, we all know that Deion loves Starbucks, and of course he gets his uh, little, I just didn't realize he got you know, a latte with 12 pumps of syrup. I mean, once your body breaks it down, you're going to be more tired than what you were before, but if he's drinking it all in moderation, then maybe it's not that big of a deal. But, you know, his sight's still young, and I think it'll survive, and He's still got the following to do it. So, I don't really see anything really burning in the ground. And if people want jobs, you know, in writing, and sports media, if he's going to offer them one, they will most likely take it because they need the exposure so they can get discovered by somebody else. So... One thing I will say, though, in his defense, when you're a contractor for any company, if you're working under on a, on a, just a contractor, level of 1089, in reality, your employer doesn't have to give you anything when you travel. They don't have to book your flight or give you a hotel. They don't have to give you any of that. So, I understand that they were upset that the, you know, the, the meals weren't paid for. That's never a fun thing. I mean, when I traveled, I think initially when I started, you know, when I worked to work for, my flight, you know, my, my flight in my hotel and my car were, were, were paid for by the company, as far as meals go, pretty much, I'd have a corporate card or a per diem. I just had to, uh. I had to, buy, I had to spend it out of my own money and then expense it. I, you know, I, of course, I didn't have to tax it like they did, but. I, uh, pretty much would, um. I had to pretty much add it into my expense, expense account and. I also had to scan all the receipts. I had to go and take a scanner and uh, scan all my meal receipts, which is one thing I love about when you go to bars and go to eat, and they give you, they give you your, your copy, and all it is is how much you paid and the uh, the tip and everything else. They'll don't, they don't give you an itemized receipt where it's, you know, that you, the fact that you drank a bunch of beer and... that's one thing i was worried about is what you know if i had a few beers whether or not they would uh <laughs> charge charge me for, you know what they'd pay for but they did i mean um there was no really much of a limit of you know, you know of, of what you're going to eat but I, I didn't go totally overboard i think what i think one week i think uh one week you know one day i got a steak that was it and the other time i ate, i ate it probably a t- you know Del Taco or some other fast food place. Or the same restaurant by the hotel I was staying at. And I think one time I was flying in, you know, I was flying in Denver. I forgot my leather coat. And um, it was cold and snowy that that week in Denver and I had no coat, so I called. I remember I flew into uh you know Denver's airport. I remember calling, you know, I was going to, you know, I decided to use the uh, corporate card they gave me because by that time when I was leaving, they finally gave me a corporate card where, you know, I could buy everything with the card and, of course, expense it. And if I wanted to make purchases with the corporate card that were not work-related, I would have to, you know, pay it out of my own money, you know, pay it back now we got some road rage so for me when I flew in I went and called the uh, I called finance and said hey I gotta make a uh, I said I forgot my coat I need to purchase something so I'm just letting you know and they said go ahead and do it we'll take care of it so I went and purchased a hoodie because really that's all I was going to need because the hotel was right next door to the office it worked out But yeah, when you're a contractor, pretty much, they don't have to give you anything. These days, now, they at least give you health care. Which is why I can say, you know, for you know, for Dajon's case, that, uh, you know, they provide any benefits. But really, when you're when you're working at 1099, you're not going to get any benefits. You you pretty much have to get your own benefits. But even before, you know, even before then, when I was not 1099, I was just a straight contractor there were, there were never, never any benefits there was never any uh pay time off either when you missed it uh, when you missed a day pretty much you missed a day that was eight hours of pay gone which is what you hate so you know that's one thing I can say in his case is when you're 10.99 I mean they don't have to really give you any they don't have to give you anything. So, I mean, it's, I mean, it's nice that he did. And that's another thing. We work for a small business as well. I mean, you know, like I said before, there's, if there's really not an HR, you're screwed. And it can also be bad for the business as well because what if what if there's a sexual harassment case involved? If there's no HR and they don't handle it, then they're, looking, they're going to be looking at a lawsuit pretty much. And, you know, plus, we were for, you know, in my case, when I we were for a small business, I was always working as well. There was never any breaks. People were always replying, emails were always flying, texts were flying. You were always working no matter what. Which is one thing I really don't miss about working there at all. You know, I remember we had a project manager one time get written up because he didn't reply with email to a client right away. It's because he was in the uh, some sort of meeting because he wanted to adopt him and his wife wanted to adopt a child, so they were not meeting and he didn't take he didn't reply to email because he was in that meet, he was in that meeting. And they wrote him up for it anyway because he didn't reply right away or in, in a decent amount of time. But yeah, small businesses have their you know they have their good points, but they have their you know their really negative points. But in case of uh, you know work for work for a Dijon, if you want exposure, I mean that's one place you can go. But uh, I'm I'm sure his site's going to survive. But I'm sure you know. He'll survive. Then his site will too, as long as he's, well, as long as he's still putting out good content. because if you look at his competition in the Pittsburgh media, there's really not much there. So, oh well. Then also, the big thing—what? What, not really the big thing, but I guess one of one of the conversation pieces that happened over over the weekend as well. Before, at least before the weekend. Was that you had pretty much the Sports Center Six or SC Six as they call it? It's going away, but you know because pretty much Jamel Hill is leaving, and people are calling out certain certain avenues. Well, here's the thing: before Jamel took this job, she—I don't think she had—I don't really think she had it yet. Well, she had a, a base. But of course, there were people. There were a lot of people who don't care for her, and her writing, for all these reasons. She had those people to deal with as well. Personally, for me, I, I never really watched her show, and I don't really, I really don't watch ESPN in that time, in, the, in that time frame, for that matter. I mean, I may, I may flip them on late nights to, to look at the highlights, but pretty much if I'm highlights from a game. I can find them on Twitter, or I can just go on YouTube and just look it up. Look up the highlights. I really don't have to turn on Sports Center at six o'clock. I don't think I'm. I mean, I. don't think I've turned on Sports Center at six o'clock in probably over ten years. I would turn on Sports Center usually late at night and. Let let let, let run a continuous loop over and over again all night. So I don't really think that the uh, I don't think the the you know her comments about Donald Trump and boycotting you know ESPN boycotting the same sponsors that sponsor ESPN really hurt her that much. Although some say that's probably why she lost the job, no. I mean, the Sports Center's has been plumbing for for years. Not to mention, not to mention, you know, a lot, a lot of cable subscribers are are going away too. They're going the streaming. So you can't really totally pinpoint her comments. Is that on that? That's why she's. You know, that's why she's going. So, it really doesn't matter who they have in in that time slot. They may get a little bit, a little more viewers, but it's not going to be what it once was. Because nobody really, you know, I don't watch it. I do in that time frame. And not a lot of people do. I, I got, personally, I have better things to do. I mean, shoot, at six, they get them at six o'clock, I'm just making it home from work. I'm just making it home from work, so I'm really not going to be DVRing sports the Sports Center six o'clock segment. And I'm sure if there's anything you know from from that uh, I miss, I'm sure somebody's going to have they're going to post it or somebody's going to tweet it out. So I'm not all that concerned about it, to be honest. But anyways, I'm going to let you guys have your Monday morning back. i pretty much recapping a little of what we said. I really don't see Stallings leaving after this year unless something drastic, something really bad happens. He probably needs another year and I really don't see pit forking $10 on a buyout for him. It's just too much money so kudos to Scott Barnes for that for that buyout if anything he if anything he negotiated a retirement package for Kevin Stallings in case he does you know get canned as far as you know pit football goes Narduzzi I wouldn't be too worried about it but I'm sure you know the admin will probably have a conversation with them just to have it to cover their behinds just to say they did it because otherwise, the meal will be all over it. DK site's going to survive. I don't see the Dead Spin will destroy them too much. You know, a lot of it was re, just rehashed stuff. And finally, I don't watch Sports Center at 6 o'clock. I really can care less. I mean, even even before this new show came out, I wasn't watching it, so I, I if I turn on ESPN, it's to watch sports, so I'll just flip on my ESPN3 app and just do it that way, but anyways guys, have a good week, how a pit.